Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today on this wonderful feast day of the Basilica of St. Peter and St. Paul. Two different basilicas, two different churches uh, in Rome. Uh, both are magnificent, both for, uh, in, built in honor of these two great apostles, right? Peter, um, whom we know very well, the scriptures lay out Peter in all of his... Uh, masculine uh, energy and excitement um, and all of his flaws, right? Peter's constantly putting his foot in his mouth, but it's always rooted in a great love for Jesus, um, but he just keeps messing up. But uh, honoring St. Uh, Peter uh, because he was the prince of the apostles. He was the one chosen to be the pope, right? And he was the one that was also uh, crucified upside down outside the walls of uh, Rome. Beautiful basilica right there, massive basilica of St. Peter. Um, then you got St. Paul, another phenomenal uh, apostle, right? Although not one of the twelve, um, he was actually crucifying, uh, uh, not crucifying, he was uh, persecuting the church and had his great conversion. Um, so he shows us that no matter what our past is, it's always redeemable, right? He was a murderer, <laughs> Justified by the law, but yet was murdering the Christians in the church, and Jesus appears to him in the resurrected form and calls him to be the apostles to the Gentiles. Paul also gave his life, uh, beheaded, um, and the great basilica there. I'll never forget the last time I was in Rome uh, praying at St. Paul's tomb. My middle name is Paul, so I have a great devotion to St. Paul. So praying in his tomb, and I was able to pray right in front of his tomb and not budge for about 30 minutes before anybody else came in. So... It was a very, very special moment. So these basilicas, why do we build churches so beautiful, right? Why do they have to have all the symbolisms that they have, right? Uh, because there's beautiful theologies about church architecture, right? Um, just think of our St. Thomas Church, right? It might lo not look like St. Joseph. It might not be in a cruciform, but there's symbolism in St. Thomas's church. The walls that spin like this, right? They're symbolic of the spiral effect of the interior life. We're always ascending to God. You see the, uh, the slope of the ceiling that goes up is going up to the tree of life, which the seven round circles on the tree is symbolic of the seven sacraments. And so that sloping of the ceiling says that as we ascend up into heaven, um, you will have for all of eternity an unending buffet of waffles. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you thought it was manna, the angel, like the angel's food, right? <laughs> it's waffles in heaven. Oh, anyway. <laughs> but there is that slope. We're always going up, right? Um, <laughs> I just lost my track. Um, oh, okay, so cool stuff that happens in the sanctuary, and we see it in the first reading today. Um, what does heaven look like? Have you ever thought about it? And how is it that our churches have to reflect that of heaven? That's why we build them so beautiful. Is because they are fit for the king of glory. Um, and they have to reflect heaven. So what's, what's heaven look like? Well, as good as words could put to it, um, there's a throne that's in the heavens, right? Isn't there a throne right here? And the one who sits on that throne, um, his appearance is sparkling like jasper and carnelian. And around the throne there's a halo as brilliant as emerald. Imagine the light that's coming out over here, right? Um, it's just brilliant. There's a halo around the entire throne. Um, and the gold, the green, should be a symbol of the new creation, right? Creation has the green grass. So there's this beautiful emerald circle around them, the never-ending love of God, no beginning, no end. Surrounding the throne, he saw 24 
other thrones on which were the 24 elders dressed in white garments and gold crowns on their heads. So there's other people who also have thrones. The 24 elders, right? The 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles. They're sitting on thrones with crowns on their head. All right, so then you've got, um, this is cool. From the throne out of here, there's flashings of lightning and rumblings and perils of thunder. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, my feet don't touch, but imagine if you had lightning and thunder coming out of the throne. That, that's symbolic of where the, where the Father sits, right? Where the God, the King of glory sits. This is magnificent. This is a beautiful image. And there are seven flaming torches in front of the throne. How many candles do we have? They're not all lit right now because it's not Sunday. But one, two, three, four, five, six, and then the tabernacle, seven. All right? In front of the throne, there was something that resembled a sea of glass-like crystal Look at the sanctuary. Look at the floor. This should be reflective in the sanctuaries. That's why you shouldn't have carpet in the sanctuary because it doesn't reflect like glass. So what's happening here, the sea of glass, is reflecting what happens in heaven. So this is the sanctuary of heaven where the Father sits and there's magnificent beauty that surrounds Him. Um, and then there's the four living creatures that's up there, right? Those are symbolic of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospel writers. Um... And then um, there is this beautiful part where we enter into the mystery of the Mass. It says there are four living creatures, each of them with six wings, right? So you've got to imagine the face of an angel and six wings coming out of it. No body, just wings. These are the seraphim angels. They burn with God's love. They're the angels that minister in the sanctuary. Listen to what they're saying, and this might ring true, and it might make you think of a part of Mass for us. Day and night... They do not stop exclaiming, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Those words sound familiar, Catholics? Yeah. At this point of the Mass, whenever we are saying, Holy, 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 it's right before you kneel down, you are joining with these. Imagine in your mind, this is what it looks like up here. It looks like a bunch of seraphim angels that are burning with God's love and they're chanting back and forth, one to the other, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. You're wrapped up in the sanctuary of heaven at this part of Mass. The entire Mass, actually, is heaven and earth colliding. But at that part particularly, that's where you're at. You're wrapped up and the throne of God is there and there's lightning and thunder and all this stuff coming out. There's a, there's a circle of emerald all around the throne of God. There's the altar and the angels, the seraphims chanting, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And then look at what happens. Those 24 elders that are around the throne, the humility of them, look what happens. It says, they throw down their crowns before the throne and they exclaim, Holy Worthy are you, Lord God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you've created all things because you will. They came to be and were made. These are the 24 elders. These are the 12 tribes and the 12 apostles. They throw down the crowns of gold that they have on their head. And they exclaim the holiness of God, right? At this point of the Mass, you fall down. You kneel down in humility and you take off the crown of pride. And throw it before the altar so we can exclaim with our whole hearts, Holy are you, Lord God of hosts. The Mass is not about us, it's about Him. It's about entering into this beautiful mystery of the sanctuary of heaven as we worship the one true God. That's why you're here today.
And so if your heart is troubled, there's a part of the Mass where we say, lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Leave the troubles of the world behind, the stress of school and finals. Leave them behind and lift your hearts up to the Lord. Where are you lifting it up to? The very throne of God. And let your hearts be wrapped up in the beauty of what you behold. Simplicity of the little chapel, yes. But a lot of beautiful symbolisms that will allow our hearts to be lifted up into the very beauty uh, of God. Amen?